Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome to today's edition of Calvary Live. So blessed to be with you. My name is Jeff Biggs. I am the senior pastor at Calvary Chapel Greeley in northern Colorado with you on this Tuesday. It is the 10th of January, and I pray that you would consider calling in. Those of you who are tuned in to today's program, you have opportunity at that number that was just given 303-690-3000 to call and ask your questions and to give your prayer requests, and I invite you to do that. Let's talk about the things of the Lord, the questions that you might have concerning the Scriptures or Christian living or our world view on certain things that are going on around the world. Um, and it's good, and it's uh, important for us to have a biblical world view of the things that we are seeing taking place, because there's a lot that's taking place, and there's a lot of things that people are confused about and people are upset about and anxious about. And we have the Word of God to guide us, to bring us comfort. So I'd love for you to give me a call. Grab one of those open lines. The lines can fill up quickly. So um, give me a call. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. And there's another way for you to be able to communicate a question or a prayer request, and that is through a dedicated text line. And that is 720-336-0897. I'll repeat those numbers throughout the program. But I encourage you to put those two numbers in your contact. And you you can just pull it up. And you can give me a call or give me a text. Be safe when you're texting. And uh, we'd love to hear from you and uh, for you to call in. And this is really your program, Calvary Live. This is a program that is so unique from... There's a lot of talk shows that are out there and... Uh, that deal with things of the world, and and I know they have their place, but this is very unique in that we get to talk about the things of the Lord. You get to ask your questions. So 303-690-3000, we got um, all open lines on that call-in number, and then shoot me a text if that uh, is something more convenient for you, 720-336-0897. Welcome all. Grace FM listeners along the front range, two different radio stations down in southern Colorado and Pueblo and Fountain and Colorado Springs, 101.7, and then a powerful signal in northern Colorado uh, up into southern Wyoming, 89.7. You are listening live on this Tuesday as I've given you the date, the 10th of January, and I pray you're doing well. We got uh, sunshine outside. Have you noticed that the days are starting to get just a little bit longer. We're on the upward swing, but love for you guys to give me a call. And then also those of you who are listening live, Radio by Grace, many stations across the nation um, in various states. And we want you to call as well. And we're so glad that you are a part of our Calvary Life family at 303-690-3000 is that call-in number And also, those of you who are listening online, the online audience is growing. 
We have people that listen from the four corners of the nation, anywhere in the United States. You can make that call, even up in Alaska, I believe. And that is 303-690-3000, the call-in number. And then those of you listening and been a part of our Calvary Life family from Hope FM, Truth FM on the East Coast, uh, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, uh, Baltimore, um, Maryland, uh, that state, uh, Tennessee, parts of Kentucky on Truth FM. You are a week delayed as well as Higher Rock Radio that's in Meridian, Idaho. Um, but you get to call and we'll have our conversation and then you can pick up the broadcast next week at this same time. So all open lines, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line, 720-336-0897. Yesterday I had a text message uh, that someone was asking for prayer uh, because they said, how can I keep from being discouraged in the new year? And then somebody was asking about uh, today, uh, how do I keep from being fearful? So we'll We'll take a look at that and talk about that, because as we enter into a new year, what can happen is already, here it is the 10th of January, people can be discouraged. And they say that January is the month where people are more discouraged or down or feeling depressed than any other month in general, uh, because uh, it's it's winter, everything's gray, uh, the Christmas decorations have been put away, uh, the bills are coming in already have not been able to keep the New Year's resolution um, and all these things. And so I want to, as we have a break and a little bit of time, to encourage you in that and uh, to encourage you to where we don't have to go through this new year and being discouraged uh, uh, in what's going on in our lives. I know we get down and, and we go through trials and difficulties, and I can get discouraged as well. But there's some promises in the Scripture that I want to give to you that hopefully will be a comfort to you, and then also how we can keep from being fearful. So the lines are starting to fill up. We're going to go ahead and go to the phone lines. Let's go to Anthony in Littleton. Anthony? Hi, Pastor. Uh, Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for calling. Um, I have a prayer and uh, two questions. Uh, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, My prayer is about my eyesight. Uh, I, I had a tumor removed. Uh, about a year and a half ago. And little by little, it's been, uh, I recovered my my left eye, but uh, my right eye is not there yet. And I, I am praying, and I know that He can make a miracle. God can yeah. make a miracle in me. Yeah. And my two questions are, uh, one is about the tribulation. I mean, uh, there's a lot of, you know, um, arguments about, tribulation that Christians are going to be in that stage, in that period, and some say that uh, we're going to be in heaven with the Lord. That's one of them. And the other question is about demons and evil spirits. I believe I heard Pastor Ed Taylor that uh, that Christians cannot be demonized, but uh, what about those moments where Christians, we go through... Uh, Depression and all that are, are those evil spirits or 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 what are they? Yeah. And if you can give th- an example of each, that would be great. I've heard that alcoholism and pornography are demons, but uh, is that yeah. so? Yeah, and you're asking good questions. And first of all, 
to answer your first question about uh, Christians being in the tribulation period. The church, which is believers now, I believe the scripture, as it teaches the, the imminent return of the Lord, that we will be raptured before the tribulation period. During the tribulation period, there will be those who will come to Christ. Uh, we call them the tribulation saints. So there will be believers that will be in the tribulation period. It won't be the church. The church, I believe, will be taken and hidden away, uh, as we read from Isaiah, as the promise given in the book of Revelation, uh, the Church of Philadelphia, the promise given to that church that I will take you out of and away from the hour of tribulation, that shall come upon the whole earth to test those who dwell on the earth. Uh, so I, I believe that we will be taken out of and away from the hour of tribulation, um, and so we will be in heaven for those seven years. But with that said, you have the ministry of the 144,000, as you read in Revelation chapter 7. The result is that there are going to be those from every tribe, tongue, people, and nations that are going to be believers, and the believers are going to be martyred very, very heavily in the tribulation period. The Antichrist is going to come after them and is going to uh, kill as many as he can because halfway in the tribulation period, the uh, Antichrist is going to proclaim himself as God to be worshipped as God. And anyone who does not take the mark of the beast will not be able to buy or sell, and also we know that he will heavily persecute them. So there will be believers, but it's not the church, it's the tribulation saints that will be in the tribulation period. The church, I believe, that we will be raptured before that time. So those are two different groups uh, that we see of believers. The other thing, too, you asked about demons. Can Christians be demon-possessed? I don't believe that the Scripture teaches that Christians can be demon-possessed, because we have the light of Jesus Christ that lives in us. And a container is either lit or it's dark. And our bodies, if we're believers, we have the Holy Spirit of God that dwells in our hearts. A demon can't possess that. But with that said, you're asking about, you know, a you know, depression, discouragement, um, all those things. That is the work of Satan. And he cannot possess a Christian, but he's going to attack a Christian. He will try to oppress him. He will try to deceive him. He has a lot of weapons that are in his quiver. And that's why Paul says we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, but with principalities and powers, spiritual wickedness in high places that put on the whole armor of God to resist the schemes of the devil, the wiles of the devil. So the enemy does come along, and he can. He does attack us. He'll try to deceive us. He'll try to get a foothold into our lives. There's spiritual warfare that's going out there, and Anthony, you know that to be true. And he will come against us in a way to try to beat us down. He's the accuser of the brethren who accuses us day and night, Revelation chapter 12 tells us. He likes to mess with our minds. He He's the father of lies. He's a liar and a destroyer is what Jesus would say. And, and so he's going to whisper in our ears, you're no good. God doesn't love you. Um, and and so he has a lot of weapons to come at us, to, to tear us down, bring us down. And that's why Peter says, that you be watchful, you be sober, uh, because he's like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He's looking to pounce on us. But with that said, he doesn't have victory over us. 
we fight not for victory, but from victory, and that we have the Holy Spirit of God in us, and we know that the Scripture says that greater is he that is in us, that is the Holy Spirit of God, than he that is in the world. So that's the good news. And uh, But it, the enemy's at work. He, he loves to try to bring us down, and he's good at it. He's been doing it ever since Adam and Eve, and trying to deceive and oppress and to discourage him and bring darkness into the lives of Christians. So that's why we need to be close to the Lord. Uh, James says that we're to submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So hopefully that helps. I don't believe Christians can be demon-possessed, but the enemy is going to come after us, and that spiritual warfare is very, very real. Okay? Okay, thank you. So how about, like, uh, for example, well, a, good, a good example of uh, for a non-believer, like a demon, uh, will uh, homosexualism or uh, alcoholism, will that be uh, good examples of demons? Well, we're all—here's the thing. Sometimes, you know, there's those who emphasize—you were talking about a demon of, of alcoholism, a demon of— you know, pornography and stuff. Um, it, you know, there's 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 been some circles of Christianity that they have said, you know, you, there's a demon of lust, there's a demon of this and a demon of that. There's nothing in the Scripture that says that, but that's still all a work of Satan, that uh, any of those things. But the other thing, too, is we battle not only against the enemy Satan, but against our flesh and against the world. And we're all born with the sin nature, uh, all of us, um, and there may be a perpetuity for, um, you know, immoral lifestyle or alcoholism, um, for drugs, for lying, for for anger, all those things. I don't understand it all, but that's why it's very important that we must be born again. And that's what Jesus said, you must be born again. And to become a new creation, old things have passed away, all things become new in Christ Jesus. And that's the message that I like to really emphasize and focus on with people. You know, um, some people struggle with different areas of life and different areas of sin. I don't understand it all. Uh, I know that the enemy knows our weaknesses, and he will come against us. We struggle with the flesh, and we struggle also in the things of the world. But that's why it's important for us to be born again by the Spirit of God um, that is in our hearts to make all things new and to move forward in freedom that we have in Christ and the victory that we have in Christ. So good questions, Anthony, and um, keep looking at that, keep studying about that. But I want to pray for you right now. As Father, I pray for Anthony as he had a tumor removed and his his eyesight is still not where it should be. It's coming back, but his right eye he believes that you are the God of miracles, and you are. And I pray that you would just help him to just look to you, to be encouraged by you. But Lord, we also know that we can come to you and ask for healing. And I do ask for that for my brother. I just pray that you would just heal his eye. Nothing is too difficult. We see in the scriptures, you open the eyes of those who couldn't see. And Lord, that you would do that with him, that you would help him uh, Lord, heal completely. And Lord, to just be encouraged in you that that greater is he that is in him, in us, than he that is in the world. And grow my brother and bless him and help him to stand on your promises, your grace, your strength, and, and your wisdom. And I pray this in Jesus' name. 
Amen. 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 God bless you and all the radio listeners, uh, wherever they are right now. Thank you, Anthony. God bless you. Keep us updated, okay? Yes, I will. Thank you. Okay. God bless you. All right. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number to text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Jake and Greeley. Hello. Hi, Jake. This Um, is You're on Calvary Live. Hey, so I've been struggling for many years. I'm 35, and since I was 13, I've been struggling with porn addiction um, on and off. And I've really tried the last few years to really defeat that in my life. Um, I've been going to celebrate recovery meetings and been doing everything I can. I have an app on my phone, and I'm trying my best to overcome this, but I just can't seem to overcome this affliction that I have to give into that sinful nature. And yeah. I guess my question is, how do you, how does somebody overcome like so, something that's so powerful in our life like this that's against God? Yeah, and it is against God, and it's it is a strong addiction that a lot of men, not only men but even women today are really struggling with and and the flesh is so powerful but i want to remind you that that as there's some promises and there's truth given in the scripture that as we walk in the spirit uh, and that's a continual thing to walk in the spirit that you won't fulfill the desires of the flesh and people you know will say well i'm i'm walking in the spirit uh, i'm trying to i'm trying to yield to god um, but there's still that warring that goes on with the flesh. It will always be there, and it will rear its ugly head up. And so it's a continual walking with the Lord every day and every moment and yielding to him and looking to him. And here's the thing about the Scriptures. When it says to flee something, then we are to run to something. We are to go to something. And Timothy was told to flee useful lusts, but then pursue righteousness and holiness, as Paul would write to him. So we see that that pattern that's in the Scripture, as you are fleeing this, and there there's some things that you have done um, that you've said that, um, you know, the app on your phone and things like that. There's very practical things to do, and that is what you're bringing into your mind, and the temptation may be there, but it's so important, Jake, extremely important that you, every hour, that you're saying, Lord, I need you. And that to realize, even as Paul writes in Romans chapter 6, that we're dead to sin. We're dead to sin. We're reckoned it to be so. We're to yield our bodies over as an instrument of righteousness. And that the Lord will and can give you the power to overcome that because we have freedom in Christ. And and we have victory in Christ. And to make that decision of, of I'm not going to go there, I'm not going to look at that, I'm going to hold every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. And when an addiction has such a strong grip on you, that's a practice every single day, every moment, every hour of reading your Bible. So, Jake, can I, I can ask you, are you having devotions in the first thing in the morning every day? No. You need to start having devotions because oftentimes when I talk to people that say I'm struggling in, you know, this sin, this carnality, I'll ask them, are you seeking the Lord every day? And they'll say, I need help. And 
the help is there, but you've got to call out to the Lord. So you are to be one, and this is not just a legalistic thing that I'm telling you. This is wisdom. This is wisdom that you read your Bible every single day. Start going through the book of John and read a chapter. Read a book, a chapter of Proverbs. Read some of the Psalms. And as you read the scriptures and as you go to the Lord and say, Lord, I need your help. I need your help. And oftentimes people will come in and say, I got this problem. You know, I need help, Pastor Jeff. What are we going to do about it? And I'll ask him, have you prayed? No, I haven't prayed. Have you been going to the scriptures? No. Are you in fellowship with other believers? No, I'm not. Um, Are you with a group of men that can encourage you and can build you up and pray for you? Those things are very, very important. And, And I emphasize that again, not to put a burden on people, not to, you know, have this. It's not a legalistic kind of thing. It's a wisdom kind of thing. And the Bible in the New Testament talks a whole lot about being with the brethren, to be strengthened. You need fellowship, Jake, if you don't have it. You need to be in a strong church that's teaching the Word of God, to be in prayer and devotions. And as you keep your focus on the Lord, all those other things will begin to lose its grip on you. But those are the practical things to be doing and helping you and having guys that will surround you and just pray for you, that you can have some accountability and encouragement and built up, um, and I don't know if you have that, but uh, devotions are so important um, to start the day, end the day with the Lord, calling out to the Lord, listening to praise music, um, you know, during the free time that you have, um, you know, because here's the thing, and you know this, Jake, that it seems like every time you turn on TV, you know, you, um, you turn on the computer, you whatever it is, there's images there. Um, that just begin to grip you and pull you into that temptation. And it, we just need to put those things away. Put it away is what uh, the Bible says. Put that stuff away and and then go to something. Flee you full lust and then flee to the Lord and flee to him where you'll find safety and refuge and protection. So hopefully that helps. Yeah, yeah, that does a lot. I I feel like you're absolutely spot on with getting in the Word because there's been times in my walk where I was in the Word and I wasn't going to porn. I wasn't struggling like I am right now. Yeah, and get get your focus and your mind on the Lord. Are you in a church, Jake? Yeah. Good. Yeah. I, I'm in a church. Uh, it just it's a that's a hard thing because I don't feel like it's a it's a Bible speaking church, but my wife and family are all committed to us going to this church. And it's a family battle that I have with them right now. And I understand, and you keep it in prayer, but there's also opportunity for you to just grow. Keep listening to Grace FM on the radio, uh, Bible teachings that are done um, and grow in the word of God. Cause faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And that's the way to growth and maturity and strength. Uh, because the Word of God, is, it, it, the Lord is speaking to you. And it's so important for us to be um, in a good, strong, Bible-believing church. And I understand you got family dynamics and stuff, but be in prayer. Uh, be in prayer that, that Lord, uh, I want to lead my family um, in a way to where we are growing in the Word of God. And, and we are growing in the things of the Lord, um, in the Scriptures, 
that's a great need, I believe, in the in the church today and with Christians in their lives. So can I pray for you? Yeah, thank you. Father, I just pray for Jake. He, he has called in the honesty of his heart. He has um, just said the struggles that he has, and it's a struggle that many people have that perhaps are even listening right now. And I pray that he would understand that there is freedom. There is freedom to move forward in Christ because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And Lord, to, to be able to move forward in walking in the Spirit, to not fulfill the, the lusts of, of the flesh, to move forward in a way to hold every thought obedient to or captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ, to be in the Word and be washed with the water of the Word and to be taken in the Word and to plant it in his heart. So I pray that you would free him, that you help him to lead his family, that they would all grow. This would be a year that they would really grow, have a hunger for your Word, and to grow scripturally and to yield to you spiritually. And we just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. amen. And Jake, you you know, one of the things I was thinking about, I'll just add to this and then I'll let you go. But um, the Bible talks about being washed with the water of the Word. And it's so important that not only are you being washed with the water of the Word, because at the end of the day, we're dusty with all the dirt of the world that's around us. And Jesus said to his disciples, you're clean by the words that I've given to you. And even the psalmist writes about how can a young man cleanse his ways by taking in the Word of God, just uh, we're to wash our wives with the Word of God, is what Paul writes in Ephesians 5. So as you are taking in the Word of God, and this is a word not just for you, but it's for all of us that are leading our families and the heads of our family, that as we are taking in the Word of God, then we are able to wash our wives and our children with the Word of God. And, and that's so important that you do that. And as you take that lead, you're going to get excited and um, and may that hunger just come to your family. You're going to see God working in amazing, amazing ways. And it's important for us to do that. Another verse that I want to give to you, and I'm kind of spending a little bit of time because we're close to break, and um, and then we'll pick up the phone calls after break. But in the book of, of Exodus, in chapter 32, I believe, do you remember the story of how the children of Israel sinned against God by, you know, dancing around the golden calf? You no. remember that? Mm-hmm. Well, they they sinned when they went to the mountain of God, and they sinned, and and they made this golden calf, and the Lord, um, you know, would say to to Moses, "Get down! The people have sinned a great sin," and Moses was interceding for them. And after that event in Moses, in Exodus chapter 32, it's a, uh, it's a verse that oftentimes that I'll share, that Moses was told, Now therefore, go lead the people to the place which I have spoken to you. So Moses, you're going to lead the people into the promised land. Lead them to the place that I have spoken to you. And listen, Jake, none of us can lead our families to the place that they need to go unless the Lord is speaking to us. So that's why I'm saying that those devotions are very, very important to you, and not only for yourself, but also as the head of your family. Okay? Thank you. I appreciate everything you said. You bet. God bless you. Okay. You too. You You bet. bet. 
All right, we're getting close to break, um, and we got an open line, I believe. So uh, grab that open line. We'll get to the phone lines uh, to Jody and Julian after the break, but uh, you're going to hear the music in just a little bit. Listen, guys, those of you that are husbands, the head of your homes, um, others of you that may be the head of your homes. I know there's single parents out there and everything that, you know, go lead the people to the place which I've spoken to you to lead your family, or maybe you're leading a group of people and discipling them. You cannot lead them unless the Lord's speaking to you. And the Lord will speak to you by the word of God. And that's why it's important for us to continue and be strong in the word of God. And uh, then we can lead others and in grace and in truth and in love. And so give me a call, 303-690-3000. We're going to be right back after the break. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. Jeff Biggs of Calvary Chapel Greeley with you. Always a blessing. It it is truly a blessing um, as we start another year of Calvary Live and uh, so pleased and blessed and uh, to be with you and see what God is doing through this uh, one-hour uh, program of Calvary Live where you get to call in and ask questions or give prayer requests and uh, just dealing with real-life stuff. And um, I just encourage you to give me a call. We do, I believe, have an open line, and i uh, love to hear from you. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720 as I was talking to um, our caller before uh, the break, uh, you know, I, I am encouraging in um, not just to be redundant, uh, but I do want to emphasize in this new year, really make sure that you are in fellowship. You're reading your Bibles. There's too much stuff going on in this world that pulls us into carnality, too many temptations. Uh on our radio program that we're doing on Grace FM, uh, we're studying the book of Daniel. And Daniel was taken off into Babylon, but he purposed in his heart not to defile himself. He was one that he had parents that raised him in a godly way. And he was able to, as he just kept his mind on the Lord, his focus on the Lord was dedicated to the Lord. He determined in his heart not to defile himself that he was able to withstand what Babylon uh, would come against him. And he worked for a pretty mean boss, Nebuchadnezzar, and he was used mightily of the Lord. And listen, Babylon's trying to take us captive and taking our kids captive. And so make sure that you're taking not only yourself, but your family to a strong church, a Bible church, where you're getting to know Christians, you're being in fellowship. One of the things here at Calvary Chapel Greeley is we work very, very hard is our children's ministry. And sometimes I'll encourage leaders in Bible colleges that you really need to emphasize that, you know, there's usually, you know, theology classes and, um, you know, classes on uh, counseling, which is great. All those things are neat. But really you don't see a whole lot when it comes to children's ministry. And our children are being taken away by Babylon and being pulled away. And, and 
to have a church that they're ministering to your kids at their level. And uh, we we do that here at Calvary Chapel. We, the team that we have put together, um, the kids love being here. And uh, the youth group and the kids ministering the love of Jesus Christ to them. So those are things that I want to encourage you in um, as you enter into a new year to really say, Lord, um, I want to be reading my Bible. I want to be in a church where I can be with the brethren. I can be in small groups or, you know, a Bible study um, uh, during the week, perhaps. And uh, my children are in a place where they're safe and they're learning of the Lord and they're excited about the Lord. And um, and I think that Calvary Greeley here is a place for that. So if you're in northern Colorado, come check us out. Check out our website, all the services and what goes on during the week, uh, different Bible studies, men and lady studies, and young adults and youth and all of that. Uh, but we'd love to serve you any way that we can. CalvaryChapelGreeley.org. That's CalvaryChapelGreeley.org for further information. So uh, give me a call. We've got an open line, 303-690-3000 that call-in number. Text line 720-336-0897. And um, a lot of texts have come in. And sometimes we don't always answer your texts uh, because there can be a lot, but we'll do our best. And uh, if we got time, we'll go to the text line. But let's, in the meantime, go to Baltimore with Julian. Hi, Julian. How you doing? Good. Thanks for holding. I appreciate it. No problem. Go ahead. Um, so I was trying to call for a prayer request. I was trying to get clarification if I was kind of doing the right things. Um, I feel like for the past decade, um, it's kind of been a mess in my life, per se. Like, I'm 30 right now. And uh-huh. so, like... The way I was living my life, best to say, I guess it was just for myself, just doing what I was trying to do, whatever my goals were and stuff. But at the same time, just living recklessly. Um, yeah. Disobedient to my parents, uh, talking back. Um, same way with my relationship. Wasn't on good grounds, so... Yeah. So all of those, and and so at the end, all those things occurring, and then in and out of jobs, being homeless and stuff like that, um, all those occurring at the end of last year, um, I was just trying to come to a realization of wanting to do better. Um, like throughout those that last decade of mm-hmm. living. Um, like I have high aspirations for myself, for my goal in my career. I know I'm intelligent more than the dumb decisions I've made over the course of my yeah. life. And at the end of the realization of last year, I just, I just, well, I've been working since I'm an independent worker on the road. So I just been just thinking more. And I just been coming across these channels like pastor channels on the radio. So that's like something I've like never did like over my life. And it just, I just stumbled upon it, like just randomly just searching through the stations. And now I currently got like three different channels. I swapped through 
So, so One here day. you are on on Calvary Live. Let me ask you, uh, Julian, are are you a, have you been a Christian? Are you a Christian? Are you a believer? Yes, sir. I'm a Christian. I'm a believer. Um, I just don't believe I've been walking in the Word yeah. of God as I'm supposed and, to be doing. Yeah. And so listening to you, here's the message of the Lord to you, and that is come home. You come home. And it reminded me so much of the the prodigal son that went and did his own thing, lived his own way, spent all his inheritance. He ended up in the pig pen eating pig slop. And finally he said, what is it that I'm doing? Why am I doing this? I'm going to go home. And as he went home, what is so touching about that parable is that the father's at the edge of the road ready to receive him. And the message of the father to you is to come home, to come home, quit living the way that you want to, quit living after the world, and come home to him. Repent of your sins, repent of the ungodly living, and there's forgiveness, and he embraces you as you come home. And that's the message that he gives to you, because that's the the deception of the enemy. The enemy says that, you know, go live for yourself. That's where freedom is. That's where, you know, you're going to uh, be fulfilled in life. That's where you're going to be satisfied in life. But what ends up happening is we realize it's a big lie. It's a big phony is what it is, this world. And if you live for yourself and you live in carnality, that's what's going to hold you in bondage. That's what's going to do you in and wipe you out and, and defeat you. And that's why the Lord says to live for him. And there's an important verse that I oftentimes will give to people in First John chapter 5 that says that this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. You see, every commandment that the Lord gives to you, every truth, every single thing that he says, this is how you are to live, is an expression of his love for you. It's an expression of his love for you and not to be burdensome. You see, living after the world, that's burdensome, and you just described it, that it's burdensome. It's, It's holding me in bondage. It's doing me in and bad decisions and um, all of this. And the Lord wants to work in your life. And true freedom comes by living for him. And that's what it means to have liberty in Christ. That's what it means to have freedom in Christ. You see, we're not free to sin, but as we live for him, we're free from sin. And we're free to experience that life abundantly that he has for you and for me. But his ways are right. And the highway of holiness as you walk with him and keeping his commandments is just walking in his love, um, and it is walking in a way that is a better way to live and to experience the joy that he has, the freedom that he has for you, um, and um, to experience the, the forgiveness and the grace and the peace and the strength and the wisdom. All that comes from the Lord. And so he's saying to you, Come home. Come home. You ready to do that? Uh, yes, sir. Because before I, I ever, cause I never called into any stations before. Like as I said, I just recently started enjoying all the wise words from all the pastors I've been listening to, especially from you guys' service. While I called in, 
I just Good. yeah, I was trying to get clarification that I was on the right path to doing so because before I called you guys, I I've been saying my prayers to God that that I know I've been living selfishly for myself, and I look at all the things happening in the world and stuff, and people choosing to live their own lives like how I did, and it just at the end of the yep. day. Nothing comes from it because it's I'm empty. not living for him. And it's yeah, you're not living I, for him. I, I won't live for him, and I want. I am blessed to have his love and everything. Forgiveness, and, yeah. And he's at the edge of the road, ready to receive you, and as you desiring to come home. And so let's pray, Father. I do pray. I pray for my brother who has come to realize that this world is nothing but a big ripoff. And living for yourself is just the the end of it is destruction to our hearts, to our soul. And Lord, he understands that. But we are so thankful that we have forgiveness. And as we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And Lord, that the message is always to come home. And Lord, I just pray that um, that as he does, as he's desiring, I believe he called. Um, so, um, this is a moment for him, um, to say no more living after the world, no more living after my own desires and flesh. I want to turn to Christ and yield to him and walk with him and to know him and to walk in the ways of the Lord, knowing that every expression and commandment of the Lord is an expression of his love. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would do that with my brother that you would help him to to just embrace that he's forgiven and that you desire to, Lord, just do a new work in this new year in his heart to trust you and to rest in your love and to grow in faith and grow in your word. I thank you that he's being blessed by Christian Radio, and I just pray that you would do that work, a new work in him, a new thing in him, as, Lord, he looks to you and follows after you, and that you would strengthen him um, and guide him and direct him, and he would say goodbye to that old life. Just say goodbye and put it away, and Lord, put on Christ and live for you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, you hang on to the Lord, okay? I I appreciate all the the wise words. You bet. I just, Absolutely. I just started... The Bible as well at the end of last year in December, and I'm only on page 26, but from what I read, I'm I'm very more than interested in hearing the rest that I got to read through. So I'm excited about that. Good. And we'll be praying. You keep in touch, okay? Yes, sir. And you have a blessed year as well and everybody else in the church. Thank you. God bless you. All right, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. Got a couple open lines if you want to grab one. Got time in the show. That's why Christian radio is so important. Christian radio reaching so many people. Um, Even here on Grace FM, we've gotten just a lot of response of people being blessed by a radio program that comes on under the fig tree um, on uh, the mornings at 8.30 and then at 3.30 right before this show, you know, and people that are 
be encouraged in the Lord, growing in the Lord, all excited about the Word of the Lord. And it's just not our program. It's the other programs as well. And uh, getting saved. Uh, salvation has come. We've heard of salvation last week as somebody hearing our radio program. They gave their life to the Lord. Christian radio is so important. So I just want to encourage you, be praying for us here on Calvary Live because the enemy doesn't like us being on the air. Um, he's the prince of the power of the air. He doesn't like us invading his territory. I'd be praying for the host of this show um, and just be praying for Grace FM and Radio by Grace and Truth and Hope FM and Higher Rock Radio. Support them and um, because it is such an incredible, incredible ministry. There are some people that say that Christian radio is is dying and it's not effective. I don't believe it. I, I believe that it is effective. I hear, I get the feedback. I don't get all the feedback, but we get a lot of feedback that people are being blessed. We get the rich people with the gospel of Jesus Christ over the airwaves. And so I just want to encourage you in that. Be praying, uh, be supporting, and um, and so blessed to be a part of your lives and seeing what God is doing. <clears throat> Let's go to Wes on line two. Wes, are you How there? How are you today, Pastor? I'm good. Thanks for calling. Uh, I just, uh, I really wanted to pass a word of hope and support to Jake, who you just talked to a few callers ago. I want to say, Jake, yes. I, I know where you are because I was in exactly the same place. I'm also a CR member uh, for the same reason that you discussed. Uh, and uh, I just wanted to tell you that one of the things that helped me a lot, and, and I'm, I still struggle, but it's not as bad as it was. But through CR, you can do a 12-step program. And 12-step has to do with, just like CR does, all kinds of, of uh, situations. And it was just, it was really a turning point for me. Um, and it helped a lot. I've got a lot of support from my brothers and sisters in CR. And I know the same thing can happen for you. And if you hadn't thought about doing a 12-step, I'd highly encourage it. Uh, Pastor talked about uh, doing devotion every day. I, I, uh, I want to reiterate that because um, through CR, I started every morning. I have a particular time, a particular quiet place I can go and just do my, do my Bible time. Um, and I found in short order that if I... And I'm talking about probably like a month or so. I started noticing the days that I would yeah. miss. I didn't feel good. It just the day yeah, was there, not it does right. make a difference, doesn't it, Wes? It and you sure know, does. I, I don't, I don't know too much about Celebrate Recovery. We have the most excellent way um, ministry, which is uh, for addictions. And mm-hmm. you know, the focus is on the Lord and okay. any steps. Um, you know, that are given because, you know, we, we hear the 12 step programs and stuff that they, they need to be biblical. They need to be the focus on the Lord and growing in the Lord. And uh, I'm sure CR is biblically based. And that is wonderful. So appreciate your comments and your encouragement, Wes. And, you know, there is the most excellent way Jesus, Jesus, who can free us and free us to move forward, um, it, you know, from those things that have a grip on our life. So appreciate your call. Hey, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number to text line 720-336-0897. We're going to go all the way on the East Coast to Charleston, South Carolina to Chris. 
Hello. How are you, Chris? You're on Calvary Live. I am very blessed, thank you. And thank you for having me on here. You bet. Go um, ahead. So there was a couple things. Uh, a couple callers ago, uh, I feel like the Spirit put it on my heart to say that he should check out the passage of the Good Shepherd and about how his the Lord's sheep hear his voice and they know yeah. his voice. And it just remind it made me think of that verse because, like, he heard those things passing through, you know, flipping through the radio stations. And yeah. he heard that. And he heard, like, he. I feel like he is one of the lost sheep, and he heard that. And that just, it reminded yeah. me that. And I just wanted to say that, that it would be a good verse for him to check out. Yeah, it and, is. And he is the good shepherd, isn't he? And, you know, he has ways of reaching us. And as I said, that's why it's so important that, you know, it, it may be through the radio program. Um, it may be through uh, a teaching somebody, you know, sends to somebody. It may be us personally. And it, and it reminds me, Chris, what you're saying. I just want to build on it, and then I know you have more. Um, but, you know, for us to speak truth into the lives of people is so important um, that we give them truth and speak that truth in love because we have the scriptures to be able to give in the heart of God to be able to give to others. So I just wanted to add to that. So, so you got, you got more, don't you, Chris, that you wanted to run by me? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I've had a, some challenging family dynamics as you know, most people do. And, you know, we had, there was some problems with addiction, like with a sibling and it was a long time. And there was a lot of like really difficult things and a lot of bad things done over a long period of time and like caused a lot of hurt to my family and my parents and myself and my children. And, you know, and it lasted so long and my siblings in recovery now, like just recently, but I haven't talked to him in a long time. And what I find myself struggling with is the true absolute forgiveness. And I've prayed about it for a long time. And, you know, I find myself getting better but I don't, you know, I know how important it is that we forgive everybody, you know, because the Lord has forgiven us. And, right. you know, sometimes I struggle with that. And, you know, is that a stronghold? Like, does the enemy have a stronghold in us? Like, when we just have trouble, like, letting go of something like that? Well, that can be the kind of the—here's the thing that you just mentioned, the, the imperative to forgive. And, and we see that in the Scriptures. Um that we're to forgive others just as he's forgiven us. But I think that forgiveness can be one of the hardest things that God has called us to do, especially when you've been hurt and you, you describe family matters and things that went on that caused a lot of hurt. And it's hard to forgive when, you know, we've been cut deep and, and we've been hurt deeply and the pain has been great, but God calls us to forgive it doesn't condone, it doesn't overlook what they did, but it's a choice that we make that that God has called me to forgive, and I'm going to forgive, and I want to move forward from this, because here's the thing that happens if we don't forgive, is that that person or that situation ends up having power over you, and, and begins to just um, eat at you to where bitterness grows, 
uh, anger grows, and it's uh, like resentment it takes grows. The place of love, like where love could yeah. be and should be, it's like it's replaced by something else. And I think that sometimes people they think, well, if I forgive, then it's kind of like, oh well, you know, just um, forgive, and and they didn't do anything. It's not any of. It's not that. It's saying I choose to forgive, so I can move forward. It may not mean that relationships will be, you know, restored. You may still need to protect yourself or protect yourself that from that situation. Big part of it is like, do I open myself right up again and like start in with the communicating and talking? Because like, can I forgive but yet have distance? You know, and like, I don't want to like ignore people and things. Like, I want to pray for them. But, yeah. like, do I need to open myself up like that and my family up like that again, you know? Is that, can I forgive and still really not have much association? Yeah, and that's really, you know, you know the situation and to pray about it. But, you know, people can forget, but that, that relationship is still going to be strained and severed until they repent from that, you know, harm that they're doing or you know, the situation that they're bringing that's bringing difficulty and pain and all of that. But choosing to forgive is saying, I'm going to forgive and I'm going to move on. I'm not going to let this situation have power over me and I'm going to move on from it. And what they did is not right. And what they did caused pain and it caused hurt. And God doesn't call us to be a doormat to keep being walked on or taken advantage of. I don't see that in the scriptures. But forgiveness is a choice that we make so that situation doesn't have control over us. Because if we don't forgive, you said something interesting. You said it kind of replaces that love. You know, love is not blind. Love is also a choice that um, that we make as well. But there there can't be really any chance of restoration in a relationship that happens Unless, first of all, there's forgiveness and then waiting on the Lord to guide you and direct you because, you know, it is the Lord's desire that there be restoration, but it has to be done wisely. It has to be done discreetly. It has to be done in a way to when you're ready to do it and moving forward and again, moving forward in that way cautiously and being led by the Lord. Um, you know, he knows all the details and stuff, but it is hard when when you've been hurt and when you've been cut deep. But choosing to forgive to say, you know, and it's hard to forgive. Here's the thing. It's hard to forgive what what you just, um, what has stung you in your life and hurt you in your life. And sometimes we have to go and do it over and over, day by day, bit by bit. Saying, Lord, I really bring me to this place where I can move forward and I've forgiven them. Uh, I'm not going to make excuses for them. I'm not going to condone what they did. Uh, you know, none of that. They hurt me. It was wrong, but I'm going to choose to forgive so I can move forward. And sometimes that's done over and over and over again. And that's why I said forgiveness is one of the hardest things that God has ever called us to do. Yeah, because I feel like I've overcome an awful lot, you know, and I, I have. I need to repent for myself and, you know, and, you know, definitely not perfect. And I've overcome a lot of, you know, other issues and problems, but I just felt like that was one of the things that's just lingering and it is just, it's yeah. challenging. Listen, I've point. been, listen, um, and this is, you know, I've been hurt by people in my life 
you know, in my family. And, you know, that was a hard thing to come to the point of, you know, I, I know I'm called to forgive and having to do it over and over again and, and bit by bit and day by day and moment by moment and keep doing it. But I know there's the commandment of the Lord. And as we give it to the Lord and as we pray, here's the thing is that he begins to do that work in us to being able to move forward in peace and be able to move forward in a way that this situation or person doesn't dominate us and control us. And that's why forgiveness, because it'll just eat away at, at us. And and I've talked to people that have been unforgiving and they will not forgive, that they're angry in life. And, um, and they can say, I have good reason to, and I understand the hurt is real. I don't want to diminish the hurt. But he, he does call us to to forgive and to make that choice and then to move forward um, in peace and move forward in comfort. And so let me pray with you, and then we're going to hear the music and end the show. And, Father, I just pray for my brother who who is asking about forgiveness, and I pray for him and anybody else that you're calling to forgive, that you would put it in our hearts and help us to do that. And, Lord, it's the hardest thing, perhaps, that you've called us to do. But, Lord, you've forgiven us and that we would make that choice so we can walk in and just forward in not being dominated and controlled by anger and hurt and all of that, uh, but to be free to walk with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, Chris. Sorry we didn't get to everybody. But Calvary Live will be back same time uh, tomorrow, and I'll be back next week with you, Lord willing. Have a good evening. God bless you. been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.